I know somewhere. Somehow the world will be so wonderful. wonderful. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, we love a little countdown, but hey, welcome to episode three of The Sweet Tea. Hi, I'm Maya Money. And I'm King Jer. And this, I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) So if you're listening with us for the very first time, this is The Sweet Tea, where we talk about all things The Sweet Life LA, which is on HBO Max with Issa Rae. No, I am not getting paid to say this, but we love Yeah. We love her. She produced a show. It's a reality, unscripted TV show. I highly recommend. But yeah, and if you are listening with us for the first time, hey, thank you for tapping tuning that in. Spotify button and tuning in. Yeah. Yes. Welcome, welcome. We're so glad you're listening with us. Maybe you're a listener who also watches Sweet Life. You know, if you are, that's so exciting because I feel like it's a really conversational, like at least for us, it has been reality show. Um, and hey, if you haven't watched Sweet Life, hopefully you listen and maybe this will intrigue you to watch it. Who knows? Exactly. Like, it's a big slant. Like, without further ado, let's just hop right into it. Yes. Um, the title of this episode is Thailand and the Termites. <laughs> <laughs> Which, shout out to Miami for making shout that name because Miami. her mind, but also ice creams when she said that because I was like, girl, not you eating them up like that. But yeah, so anyway, so this um, episode kind of continues off with Amanda and Ty having their conversation, their healthy discourse, as Ty put it, about what happened at the BBB event. Let me just say, this BBB discourse has been happening for way too long, way too long, way too long, but we're still going to talk about it. And yeah, so basically in their discourse, Amanda addresses Ty about calling Rob a weak ass nigga and also defending PJ about Rob defending PJ. And here's my personal here's my personal takes on this conversation. I do think it went really well. I think they were both very mature about it. I will say that first. Um, And I feel like that can go said for like other people who had conversations about it. So I admire that. But what I will say is that, you know, when Ty was saying, I felt like Rob was trying to embarrass her. I a hundred percent agreed with that. I do think that Rob was trying to embarrass her. And we we've talked about this before, but essentially Rob not taking accountable and it being put on Ty, um, like the whole situation. And also, I kind of felt like, I don't know, this is my personal standpoint, that into the conversation, it felt like even though Amanda was trying to really defend Ty as her best friend, it felt like she had Rob's back a tiny bit more. At least that's just how I saw it. And it was like at the end of the day, Rob was just as as full as Ty was. Even whether that's your man or not, like, I think that can be admitted. Actually, I... um... Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm going to go backwards from what you said at the end, though, uh, that she did take Rob's side a bit more when talking to Thailand about it. And I, I thought the same thing when I was watching it, actually, for the first time. I was like, it is interesting that she's doing that. But I think also 
I think Amanda was trying to be a good girlfriend, and I think in a yeah. way, like not to put not to put words in her mouth, but I'm really just like black and whiting it. It in a way, Rob was making her feel like a bad girlfriend for not sticking yeah. up for him more. And like even in his confessional, he still did that. And so I think she was just trying to be a good girlfriend and like calling Thailand out, which is the thing that Rob kept like yelling at her that like she's not doing. Um, and so I think like that was part of it. I think, yes, like you also said, it was very constructive and I think it was good that they said what they needed to say. Um, I thought it was interesting kind of the flip that happened still because, and the reason I said that I felt like Amanda was just trying to be a good, a, a good girlfriend and calling Thailand out in the beginning because like, you know, at the end when Thailand was talking about how like it would hurt her to lose another friend like Rob and like Amanda was feeling for her because like, that's her girl. I don't know. You could kind of tell that she yeah. wanted to be there for Thailand in that yeah. moment. And she still feels some type of way about Rob interjecting in the first place, which is just, true and it's just ironic like i'm glad this it's so funny <laughs> this is the third episode i'm glad this episode kind of wraps this up though this like, <laughs> right? situation this bbb event because yes they really did stretch it out over three episodes but it was a good moment and i think it's interesting though the way this like trajects us into that conversation that happens with amanda Rob, Ty, and Jay um, at mm-hmm. the dinner. Do you want to just get into that or do you want to go and order it and go to the Ty with Cheryl in Miami first? Um, hmm. I feel like it makes sense for us to just let's let's hop into that and then we can kinda, go and order. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to jump into that real quick just because like I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> I like, <laughs> like we have, this has really been three episodes on like yeah, like, this was a thing. Like, for a, a friend group, though, I could see why this would be, like, a, a long Yeah, thing like, an like, ongoing thing. Yeah, to be like, we need to talk about this separately or people, you know. We have no idea how long this really took to talk about. Because um, it was a, a, an intense situation, you know, with the people involved. Yeah. And, and also, so, like... Oh, sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say that, like, quickly that... I kind of wish that this conversation, though, with Amanda and Ty happened earlier because I feel like a lot of people kind of affected her perception of the situation and affected – I feel like they got into her head. Like, I feel like when she had the conversation Mm. with Brie and Becky, they got into her head. I feel like when she had Mm. the conversation with Rob, he got into her head a lot. So I feel like it put so much pressure on her. It did put a lot of pressure on her, and she came off a bit strong on Ty. And that could have yeah. been why, because she came out. She came out strong on Ty. Like, even how she pulled up, she was like, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to her." Like, everybody kind of was giving her an opinion before about Ty and about the Ty before she even had the chance to talk to Ty. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was saying in our previous episode that for Becky to say what she was saying um, was a bit. Uh, sorry, not Becky. Bree. <laughs> Was a bit um, stirring the know, pot, stirring the pot a lot because that could have gotten in her head. Like you don't want to ever think that you don't ever want to misconstrue a situation. I think that mm-hmm. with those people that it involves, and I feel like that added to how Amanda and how cold she kind of came off at the beginning, and she obviously started to like warm up, like and they both did. Um, 
And I think it was just another, I don't know, like not to be on the Thailand team, but I thought Thailand took accountability really well after Amanda, like even for the way that Amanda came for her. Like there, you can yeah. still see sometimes, like you can even tell that the the situation affected Ty because even when she was like trying to explain herself, she was getting heated, like exactly. about the moment. And and I would equally too. But also, you know, it was interesting. And um, when they were talking, how I noticed how Amanda changed her tune about Rob and PJ's relationship because in the first episode, when Rob is defending PJ. She was like, oh, so like now you guys are friends. Like, I don't get it just because you now he's managing you. That's your, that's your bestie kind of yes. kind of vibe. And then I feel like there was a lot of pressure from Rob put on her to choose between him and Ty and like, oh, like you need to have my back. And I feel like after that, her tune about PJ and Rob's relationship and him intervening into it kind of changed because she was like when she was talking to Ty, she was saying how oh, you know, PJ and Rob have developed their friendship now and through him working. And, you know, he was trying to defend him. And I was like, hmm, interesting, because you weren't saying that in the beginning. And I definitely feel like Rob played a major role um, in changing changing that perception. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. Okay, so I guess we can just hop in. We're going to skip a little bit around for this episode. So hopping in into the conversation that Amanda and Rob and Ty and Jalen had, um, where they meet up at a restaurant. So something that I want to just pick up right away is the tension, the tension between Rob and Jalen. Literally from them just arriving, you can feel how cold it is through the screen just like all of them mm-hmm. but continue please yeah no I think yeah I really just wanted to touch on like the tension and when Jalen was talking he was saying how he doesn't like in the one-on-one interviews how he didn't believe that Rob had Ty's best interest at heart and I really I really think it I really believe that to be true I don't think he had her interest at heart because it's like if you're a real friend and you really want to talk to me you're not gonna do that in a public setting like you're gonna do that one-on-one and also i do understand why like jalen felt blindfolded because it's like we're hanging out with you we're doing a couple activities with you guys and then you go and turn on my girlfriend like that and in yeah, the way weird. that you did it that's weird it's weird in front energy. of everybody that's weird it is weird that i completely agree with you i think two things i think that yeah jalen had every right of now, like, you're putting that perspective in my head, and I'm like, actually, yeah, that does make me agree with Jalen more of, like, you know, how he would have felt after mm-hmm. um, this happened, because I wasn't, like, thinking about how much of an equation. Because um, at first, I'll even tell you, like, in my notes, I put that I was getting a bit, like, annoyed with how Jalen kept butting in sometimes. Uh... Because I was just like, okay, you don't really need to, like, keep butting in sometimes. <laughs> Um, but also, yeah, now that I, now that you put it that way, I kind of see like, yeah, this involves all of us because like, like you're just saying, and like, I feel like we have said, it's just, they had a relation, a deeper relationship than that for it's like, why would you call me? Why would you feel the need to call me out right here, right now, like that in front of everyone? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just odd. And this all goes 
it's crazy because you could say this all goes back to the comment about like, oh, um, it's because she said, what'd you say? Oh. Oh, when she called him a weak ass nigga. Or not even that. I think it's him being on PJ's dick. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was like, I feel like it just all goes back to that comment really and it's like hmm do you think he was triggered by that because of what amanda said in episode one and he was projecting it onto ty now that could be just me like completely reaching but (laughs) but that's that's what from an outsider perspective that's what it was because i felt like he felt a kind of way when amanda was like oh that's your boy now like like i said before like that's your boy and then when ty said it Maybe he was like, damn, why is everybody coming at me like that? And he projected it on Ty. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's my two cents. But it is just also weird. Like, I don't know that he, because I'm just trying to place myself in Ty's shoes for a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, if you came for me in the middle of this party when I'm having a discourse with somebody else, an argument with somebody else, and you come from me left field, like... Yeah, I'm going to black. Will, I'm going to black. I'm going to black. Like, like, I don't mean to keep giving Tyler sympathy, but I'm going to black. Like, where'd you come from? Like, that's just so odd. Mm. And I think, oh, to... um, I don't know. This kind of was... I want to segue into my next, like, uh, thought about the situation. And... And so, like, Rob was saying in his confessional that he wanted to see how Amanda would have his back. Yeah. How Jalen had ties. And I'm sorry, Jalen was just a real nigga for how he was holding uh, Tylen down, if you ask Also, me. he had a right to, like, defend Ty because everybody was coming for her. Whereas Everyone I feel like a lot of people her. were on Rob's side. And yeah. also, it was like, Rob was not genuine. Even when he apologized to Ty, like, I felt like it wasn't genuine. No, it didn't feel like a genuine apology. He didn't think he did anything wrong. So when he was like, I want to see how Amanda's holding me down. The difference is Jalen was Jalen. I feel like can put himself in that situation because he is not best friends with Rob and and best, you know, like he's not in the middle the way Amanda's in the middle. Amanda is best friends. Like that's her bestie. That's her sister. And then you have your man. Like she literally said from the jump, I don't want to talk. I just want you guys to talk about this. She already did so much talking for him to begin with. Mm-hmm. She did you most know? of the talking. And like in the confrontations before. Absolutely. And even even in a way in um in this situation, I feel like I feel like Rob didn't even say it's ironic, but Rob didn't even say as much as he was saying to like Amanda about like Thailand, him feeling like Thailand is a hero, herself or no one holds Thailand accountable, and like him mm-hmm. not saying that to her face. Like, but I guess Amanda had already said that to Ty that Rob yeah. felt that way because she did say that when they were talking. But, but it's like keep the same know, energy. Keep the same energy. Yeah, I was expecting him to kind of go in more and just be like, I feel like people don't hold you accountable the way they should and things and that's maybe why like give kind of more of an excusing reasons why he acted the way he did he didn't seem that remorseful and that's why i in a way um agree with jalen's feelings towards the end of the Mm -hmm. confrontation because he was saying like jalen was already he was saying like after this he questions rob's like loyalty and his friendship and stuff and like who he really is as a person because that is it is a weird thing to do now that like, I feel yeah. like when you put it really together um, to your friend, it's just, it's a weird thing to it's do to your flag. friend. 
it's a it's a red flag especially like you said like there's someone we go on like couple dates with we don't know if they've gone on like trips or whatever and it's like you we're supposed to be in a way like almost like a team together like a force and now that it's and it seems like it's just because now that you are closer with pj and friends with pj that you're using that as your scapegoat in a way just to call out Ty or talk about Ty or like be or like talk about your issue with Ty. Exactly. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. And yeah, I think it was Missy. Um this little Missy, yeah. yeah. But I think that's <laughs> let me start with the accent. No, I think that's you, all. <laughs> no, did you see the way um that he was like, I feel you to Ty at the end? Oh, yeah. Because it was kind of shady. Because Ty was it like, was. she was like, she just wanted to get them back on the same page and she's doing internal work for that. Like, But what internal looked, work is he doing? Yeah. he All Rob did was look up in J, at Jalen. He was like, I feel you. And I feel like that was just because, like, Jalen's thing. Like, he looked up at Jalen when he said, I feel you. He didn't even look at Ty. And I feel like that was like, Jalen's statement was more to tell Rob, like, I don't fuck with you after that. Like, you're not in my friend group. Like, and so, like, exactly. Jalen was like, I'm writing you off. And Ty was like, I'm going to do the internal work to, like, fix. But I feel like I get where Jalen's coming from because Jalen's just the boy, the boyfriend of yeah. Ty. Even though they've known each other since high school, he's just the boyfriend of Ty. He knows Amanda, you know? And so, like, it's, like, cool versus Ty, who is Amanda's best friend and has, in a way, has to be more cool with Rob than Jalen does. Yeah, that's true. And also, but it was kind of um, funny how Jalen was like, oh, if Amanda had done that to me, and and then Rob was like, she would never do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, but just, like, let him talk. Like, he's just trying to say, let's say in the off chance this were to happen. Like, when you think about it, maybe they never – I'm sure Ty never thought her and Rob would be in this type of situation. And Amanda probably was like, Rob would never do that. But sometimes your partners are going to do stuff that you – don't Never think they're expect. capable of doing like based on the context and what type of pressure it's like why couldn't you just let him finish out like the hypothesis the situation like and i'm not trying to even be like hater rob, team like hater for rob right. it's just that i just need i just need to sh- i just need the show to show that he's being held accountable because i'm just kind of tired of it it's like pick and choose which woman I feel like the friend group, it just like the guys just pick and choose like which which, woman is going to be blamed. Mm -hmm. And, but it's like, okay, what about y'all? The male, the the men's involvement, it was like season one, they were blaming Becky Mm -hmm. or Miami. And then now season two, we're blaming it's Ty, Ty, Ty. But nobody Not to say they have no involvement, it's just like, okay, heavy, heavy blame, heavy call out versus the male side. Exactly, exactly, and that's what's. But props what's to Amanda because she did even in that confrontation. She was like, "I feel like it's on both of you." Yeah, she and then really Rob was taken aback, but I was like, was "Yeah, shook. what do you expect he her to her say? Like, Lie?" <laughs> so pressed, he was so pressed <laughs> that she said that. I could tell, and I was like, "Good for you, Amanda." Exactly, like stand your ground, babes. Because imagine you have to say something. Imagine that's us. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) It'll never be. It'll never be. That's just what was happening. Thank God. Too much. (laughs) 
But yeah, I guess to hop back around, because like we said, we we're going to hop back around. Um, yeah. Cheryl, Miami, and Ty um, in this episode, they meet up for they meet up for lunch mm-hmm. just to kind of catch up. Um, it was interesting. I feel like I feel like the vibes. They were odd. Yeah, they were odd. And you but know more what? specifically with Cheryl and Ty. With Cheryl and Ty Lynn. And I'm glad that they called it out too because they did say like, I think it was earlier in episode one where I don't know if it was Cheryl or Ty Lynn that was like they felt like already they had been like, they hadn't really talked since Palm Springs. Yeah, Ty said that in the first scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, in this episode, I'm glad that in this like, you know, dinner or lunch moment, it was just like her being like, yeah, I just want us to like get kind of over that, which was big of Ty because Cheryl. She wasn't going to do that. Was, who, she wasn't going to do that. She was just talking about writing off the friend group. Like, exactly. She was about to reach out to Ty and she was just talking about Ty. Like she was just kind of saying similar things as to Rob was saying. And, yeah. You know, like, oh, they need to hold her accountable. About- and I think it right. has to do with Gerald. I feel like if Gerald and Ty weren't beefing, that Cheryl issues, wouldn't yeah, be beefing Cheryl with wouldn't Ty. Feel that way. Yeah. But big of Cheryl, uh, I mean big of Cheryl, big of Ty too, <laughs> because then <laughs> big of <laughs> the correction. <laughs> anyway, back to so the show. What I was trying to say is it's big of Ty because maybe then. Ty does possibly want to still have like or mend the relationship between her and Gerald. Yeah. Because, you know, she was not that close with Cheryl. And so there's no reason for her to like really bring her in. Like I understand. And she's not part of House Party Creative, like you were saying earlier. Um, so it it is big of her. And I think even in this moment, we don't talk about Ty's accountability because, you know, this is before the um the two couple confrontation with Mm -hmm. Amanda, Rob, Ty, and Jay. Um, and so in this scene with Cheryl and Miami, even Ty is saying, hey, like, last night was my fault and it shouldn't have escalated the way it did. Yeah. And that was big of her because, shoot, I don't even know if I could say that. Even no. It was my fault. I would have to, oh, make, no. I would have to give it three to four business days. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially Absolutely. if I'm not really getting along with you like that. I don't want you to catch me slipping. You know what Come I mean? On. And, like, with she, her and, and she was, like, I'm in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows relationship rocky, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Because they really were just talking crap. Oh, I had a question in here for you, but I think like we talked about it. I wrote Ty touched on her and Cheryl's moment of like teetering around each other, yeah. which we just talked about. But I feel like they didn't dive in how they could have. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely feel like they could have dived in a little bit more, but I feel like they they're probably not going to on account no, of because maybe it's just like. On the count of Gerald, and maybe it's just one of those, like, they just want to exist around each other. Yeah, like, there's like, nothing that can be, be done about that. it because it's, like, mm-hmm. it it is what it is. And also, like you said, like, they weren't that close to begin with. It was more of, like, oh, mm. I want to be friends with you because you're dating one of my closest friends. And I feel like mm-hmm. because that – there was not a big foundation. It was just kind of, like, girl, we in the same group, so we need to exist mm-hmm. cohesively and let me give you an olive branch. And I feel like, because <laughs> I feel like I would have to go back to the fight in season one between mm-hmm. Ty and Cheryl to understand, like, what was said between them. Because in this season, Ty was like, I, she feels like they said what they meant, like they said what they said. And it's one of those, like, we can, like, you know, we ain't probably going to forgive, but we can, like, 
move on. Yeah. Exist around each other. And so I was like. No, I think they definitely did. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember what they said? It was basically like. It was um recap. Um it was at the dinner table because they were talking about the whole podcast situation and Ty was saying how like she felt like Gerald didn't have Jalen's back enough. And it escalated where then Cheryl called Ty a bitch. And she was like, I can't believe you just called me out of my name. And Uh, it got really it got really heated after that. And then they had to have the one on one conversation but it was so ironic because cheryl correct me if i'm wrong but once like i said i don't think i'm wrong i think cheryl had gotten <laughs> cheryl had gotten mad at ty because ty had called her sis earlier but she didn't call her sis in a bad way she was just like oh sis like wouldn't you understand like if yes, the roles were reversed and this was that. your man and then it was so and she was like don't call me <laughs> and she was like i so didn't odd. even mean it like that and then yeah. but then it was like you called her bitch, which was actually disrespectful and was not yeah, needed for I, I this situation. That. In this talk, um, Ty also tells both Miami and Cheryl that Legacy Table is going to New York, baby. Slay. Absolutely. Which is so exciting for them. Yeah. And I, I, I I'm love like, that that's actually her. really, really exciting. And she suggests to Miami that her and Becky have a conversation about squashing the beach, which, beef, which I think is really good because. It's a conversation that is long overdue. And once again, they never had like the proper space to sit together one on one because anytime they were brought around each other, it was in these high tension situations with other people and other people's opinions getting and high emotions. So I like that Ty brought that up because and I feel like we're starting to see another side of Miami in this season, which I really like um, seeing her in a different light because I feel like. How PJ brought her into the show did not paint her in the light that she should have been painted in, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I think she kind of was introduced in season one as, like, the messy girl. Mm -hmm. Or, like, not even... Yeah. Yeah, kind of messy. And um, the one kind of just there to stir the pot. It was, like, who's a pretty girl just there to stir the pot? But, you know, as we see in this season, she's... She stirred the pot more because of the history, because they knew her yeah. from before, because they all know each other from high school. So now I'm understanding more of why she stirred the pot, which I feel like I didn't understand that in season one. But yeah, it was because of PJ, like that she was even in that light and that, you know, Becky had that problem with her anyway. Like, exactly. you know, she never knew her. It was just like a misdirected anger and I'm just happy that like in this season we get to see more of her personality and you know she's just a fun girl like she loves to have a good time yeah she gives New York energy she gives New York energy like I remember you said this before like she she does and I live I live for it oh but yeah then I guess segueing to the next scene so Brie and PJ they're in the car shout out to PJ for the upgrade no more duct tape (laughs) start at the bottom and now he's there we love that for him Um, yes and I just thought though that it was interesting that they would be hanging out because of Becky's problems with PJ. And you know what? I understand some people maybe like they're grown, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. It's just the way that it seems like, you know, if she was to tell Becky that 
hey, I saw PJ today and like hanging out with him, but if I could kind of have an issue with it, it would be like, why are you hanging out with him? That's just like yeah. how I view it. I would feel away. Um, yeah, everyone may not agree with that, but I just, I just felt away. It, and it was nothing like they were talking about, and she was encouraging PJ to talk to Becky. Mm-hmm. Which was good. Um, which was good. So she was doing a good thing. I just felt still away. <laughs> yeah, no, because like if the, if the roles were reversed and that was me, I'd be like, "Girl, like, why are you hanging out with him at this moment in time?" Right, like right now, like we just had the fight. Exactly, like this we're is still fresh, and also it's like you see how depressed I've been about the situation, and yeah, like I mean, we also talked about this like in the last episode, but I feel like even when Brie was talking to PJ about it, I felt like she still wasn't fully understanding how Becky felt in this situation and I felt like her emotion Becky's emotions were being downplayed a little bit but it was good that also like you said that she did suggest like you guys do need to have a conversation about this but it was more of like you need to have a conversation so she can stop talking about it and I feel like she could have said it differently I mean, I think she said it the way she felt about it. Yeah. She's she, like, damn, girl, so like, I'm tired of hearing about this. Which is like, yeah. you know, we've all been through that. We're like, damn, like, we know he's he did like, do dirty. I didn't expect you to say it like that. <laughs> it's just like me, if I were back rolling that, I'd be like, okay, like, I know you felt that way, but. Damn. You know? <laughs> but also what sent me is when Becky, when Brie was like. I just want some days I can't tell, like, do you love this nigga or do you hate this nigga? Just let me know. Right. <laughs> she was, that's so real. She was real for that because we've all been there. We've all been there. We have all been there. <laughs> but I feel like that was all for that part of the scene because it wasn't a big deep dive, but. Yeah, that was it. They, they were just like, I don't even know where they were driving to. I don't even know where they went. Did we even see them get out no. of the car? No. I don't think so. They I think just, we just drove saw them get in the car. <laughs> And said, all right, next scene. <laughs> we definitely have our notes in order. And I'm like, hold on. No, literally yeah. the next scene, it just jumped into like the dinner with Rob and Amanda, it Ty, and it's nighttime. So, and then after the dinner, it's just the girls talking about Legacy Table. Yeah. And or not that was it, but that's where it jumps into. So that's what we're about to jump into. Um, and I had a question for you. Okay. Do you think Becky was being dramatic by how she was acting at the meeting where um, Ty was telling the girls of uh, House Party Creative mm-hmm. that they were going to New York? With Miami? Okay. With you Miami see, and Cheryl. No. I I feel like I sympathize with Becky a lot because I feel like I've been in a, like the whole PJ situation. I feel like I've been in a sim- – I've – been in similar situation, so I could understand yeah, how she I felt. I could see you sympathizing <laughs> with Becky. Why you say it like that? It makes sense, you know. <laughs> I feel like that was a read. <laughs> like, damn, not too much. Not gonna have me going to bed being like, "What did he mean by that?" No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, Listen. I, 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 no, no, no. Okay, we've all been there, but I mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it it just made me simp. I feel like I've sympathized with her a lot because it's like I I hundred percent get it, and so while 
I feel like her tears and her crying wasn't really for Miami. It was more of just like the situation with PJ. But like I said, I feel like it's just misdirected at Miami because of how she was introduced to Miami and how PJ brought her into the group, brought Miami into the group yeah. at the Palm Springs trip. Trip. So I feel like I get it. I mean, some of them. Some people might say it's dramatic because at one point I was like, girl, like you should go on this trip because I I agreed with Candace when Candace was like, don't let them like, yeah, yeah, like don't give them leverage power over you. Like she said, you got to keep that shit player. And she was so real for that. Like she was right. Candace was right. I love Candace. No, she kept it real. But uh, like I also understood like Becky's feelings. I just don't think it was about. In grand scheme of things, the bigger picture, it wasn't about Miami at the end of the day. It was just about PJ. Yes. I, w- I want to agree with you, and I want to piggyback off of um, you, like, sympathizing with her, because I do as well, actually. <laughs> um, I don't sympathize with her not wanting to go to New York. I would yeah. go over here like, I'm still going, going yeah. to New York. There's no way I'm not going to New York. But... Like, I understand her being like, damn, y'all keep throwing her in my face. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, every two seconds, like, I'm telling y'all, like, that I have a problem with her. And um, it's really, like, I don't know. She really needed to talk to someone deeply. I feel like even her, though, even Becky, that is, she wasn't opening up that much or, like, as much as, like, she could have. But it seems like she tried a little bit. I can't tell, like, that much, but. Um, it seems like she did get obviously emotional. Maybe expect her friends to like pry a bit more. Yeah. Maybe she's expecting that from them, but they were more so telling her, like, girl, it's time to move on. It's yeah. been a minute. And like, it's like, damn. It's like, oh, <laughs> but that's exactly so what pissed. they were saying. And they were giving her hugs, but being like, okay, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you okay. You already? <laughs> and they were like, all right, let's go. But um, yeah, I do. I don't think that she was being that dramatic. I do think that she has the right to be like, okay, like, damn, like, here I go. I gotta like deal with it again. But the whole, I don't know. I just think sometimes like the storming out thing. Oh, sorry, I don't want me to be too low, but I just think sometimes the storming out thing is like, it's a lot. Yeah, I'm just like right now. You leave it right now in the middle. But I get it. I don't think she wanted to cry. I think she was more so overwhelmed. Yeah, and she didn't want to cry in front of them because, like, sometimes it's like, I just need to step out and cry and then I can come back and talk. Kind of vibe. And I felt that. I I saw that. Um, Yeah, there's a particular situation. The PJ situation reminds me of. Yeah, no, when you don't have good closure, like, that sucks. Yeah. And I relate to that. That's really fucking rough. Yeah. But um, you know what? Let's dive in. Let's not dive. We need to stop saying let's dive in. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to swim our way into the next scene. Not um, When Amanda was telling her parents that her and Rob are moving in together. This was. This shit was so, so motherfucking funny. It was so funny. <laughs> this was so, so real. I think this was the realest scene I've ever watched from just like black parents my mom would say those exact (laughs) same things and when she was like you're gonna give him all the benefits and you're not marrying him my mom would say the exact same thing my mom too she was like oh you can be happy so you could take care of him right it was so funny but i think where amanda went wrong she should have support from her parents she should should not have said that rob was quitting his job no she could have told them that he was pursuing comedy but she shouldn't have said yeah that he was quitting his job exactly even if it is the truth she shouldn't have said that even even if it caused a a stir up between amanda and rob in the future 
hey, whatever. I mean, I guess this way it's honest and it doesn't. But like, but the way she said the way just... into it, like I feel like I would have just said, you know, he's trying to pursue comedy and all, also like we're moving in. Or I would have waited. Yeah, she said I he's waited. Pers- I would have separated. I think she literally things. said they're moving in. I think she first said they're moving no, in. No, first did she, she said she, no, said she first said comedy job, and she was like, yeah, I don't personally believe that he should do that because I like to get my money nine to five like clockwork. But I'm gonna support him. And by the way, we're moving in, and I was like, Ooh. right, oh, like. Like that that pattern, she was. And that's right. You're totally right. Because then her mom was like, "Hold on, hold on. You just told me he was quitting his job, and now you're moving in together." Like she literally said that, and that's what we were all thinking when he said it. <laughs> right. We were all thinking the same thing, Ma. But it's just like she should have waited, or I would have done. I would have moved in, and then I would have been like, "We're living together," because that way you can't bad eye me, or you can't put any bad juju on my moving in process. Mm -hmm. because it's like when parents really don't want you to do something they're gonna think those thoughts in their head to make sure like you don't even if you do do it they'll be like i really don't want her to do this like she shouldn't be doing this like i know better when it's like girl like the end of the day i'm a grown woman i'm grown i'm gonna make these decisions and she was real i think amanda was real for that i think it was giving very grown from amanda she was like listen this is what it is i'm telling you she handled it better than me a little bit Hmm. I was like, wow, because I wouldn't know what my like. Do you know what your parents would say? Imagine. Oh my your god! Man is oh my putting god. his job pursuing comedy, and you tell them that you're moving in together. Oh my gosh! My mom would have literally had said the same thing that Amanda's Amanda's mom said about like the especially when she was like, oh, the benefits thing, like, oh, you're giving him yeah. all the benefits, but you're not married, and then like, what if this doesn't work out? And she would put my mom. I know my mom would throw in a Bible verse in there. <laughs> <laughs> she would have done it all. I feel like, my, honestly, I feel like low-key-ish, my dad would be a little bit more nonchalant. I, I feel like you'd really just be my mom. And I feel like somehow my mom would involve my aunt. She'd definitely involve my aunt. And it would just be two of them. And it'd be like, well, back in my day, you know, and you don't want to be doing this. Like, girl, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. T, about the back in my day thing, I think Amanda kind of ate her mom up when she was like, yeah. uh, her and my mom, her and my dad moved in together and then they separated, but they ended up by getting back together and now they're still married forever. So worked out. I was like, oh. She tea. ate her up. I wish she had said that to she her did. on camera, but obviously. It's like, Me too. Me too. You, nah, you but that, that's one of those like risky things. <laughs> yeah. You say that to your fans' face, even though that's the truth. It's like, ooh, huh. Yeah, sometimes you got to keep it to yourself. That. Yeah, I don't know what my mom would have said. Like, if I was like, "Yeah, nah," she would have ate me up. She yeah. would have ate me up. She would have been really disrespectful. I'm not gonna say too much, <laughs> but if I, I just think it's like funny. It's not true. It's, it's the truth. Yeah, she would. Um, she would just eat me up. Like, I would really have to like really ride for my man, like in the way that Amanda did. Yeah, in the way that Amanda did, just being like, I don't care. You know, if that if I was in her shoes, but well, I am not. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> and then I just want to talk about this next scene. I just want to talk about the next scene. This next scene is with Ty and Jalen. And can we talk about why Jalen wants to have a baby so bad? You know what? Yeah, because honestly, I feel like a lot of the times men want 
their girlfriends or their partners to have a baby so bad. But it's like you don't realize that this woman has to sacrifice her body for nine months, endure all. And, and yes, it's amazing to have a baby. It's a beautiful thing. But it's also a really big commitment. It's not you're doing a quarter of the work. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I feel like when he was getting on her, I was just like, I feel like you need to be a little bit more sympathetic. And it was funny because I um I was on Instagram today and I saw Ty posted. <laughs> she posted a picture of her and um Jalen. And then the next thing was like, when he want a baby, but where's the the wedding ring or the house or something like some TikTok basically like that. And I was like, I'm screaming. But she's real for that. Like, you want a baby, but where's the ring? And mm-hmm. you're really just not getting it. Like, it's my body at the end of the day. And I think they do, because in the trailer, like, this is what I saw. I think they do talk about it more, actually, in the future episodes, um, but, which will be interesting to see, actually. Like, them have more, I guess, like, conversations yeah. about that. Because her mom still, brought it up, too. I guess too. they're kind of young. Her mom brought it up, and they're still kind of young. But it's also, like, I get it. Like, Ty's is really, like, focused on her success and really successful. People being like, it's never going to be a, a right time. Like, that part is true, but also, like, it's got to be the right time for her mind. Exactly. Because like, it's be her body mindset. at the end of the day that's giving it up. And it's like she's still – she just started getting house um, creative off the ground. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like to have a baby now, that's going to put it on hold. So you, you need to make sure you have the time where it's like I can step away from my business and it can still thrive and I can still have my child. Mm-hmm. And also, based on some of the toxic masculinity stuff and whatever, it's like you need to unpack that before you have a child and you put that on a child. Yeah. Yeah. But will they? No. Well, she did suggest no. therapy. She did. She tell them, like, after I get back from New York, I think we should have therapy. And I, and he, he was, he said, it was like, okay, I'll do it. So I think, I think that's good. I think that's a good step in the right Would direction. Would I do I would that? I kind of live for like a couples counseling thing before marriage. Yeah, but I feel like because it just—I right. feel like it forces you to get like, like learn really like so much about each other in like a, like I don't know, like not to be so pro therapy, even though I am, but like that safe space is really important to like talk about all those things because you're not gonna talk about it or want to all the time in your house. Exactly, or at least like we should both be in therapy at some point, like. Yeah, men anti therapy. It's like, baby, stop. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad he said he would go for her. Yeah, so he would do anything for her. Like, anything. A real man. Go, Jalen. <laughs> I live for Jalen. Also, I realized we kind of we kind of hopscotched this episode because before Tyler and Jalen. Oh no, no, we didn't. No, mm-hmm. that's just we me being delirious. Yeah, I know you're oh. right. I've been going in order, yeah. I've been suckling, babe. He ate me up. He ate me up. No, so then after this is Rob and Amanda, and they're moving into the apartment together. And I hate to sound like a broken record. I hate to sound like a broken record, but once again, new situation, different context, and Rob is still trying to make Amanda choose between him (laughs) and Ty because of the whole comedy thing. Um, Because I guess background. PJ found him a gig. He's going to have a whole comedy showcase. And Rob's really excited because this could be essentially like the start of his career. But it's on the same weekend as 
the girls going to New York for Legacy Table. And I feel like Rob was not understanding in the fact that it's not just a girl's trip. It's not just, oh, I'm just going to New York just because I want to go to New York. It's going to help with her business because she's doing PR for creative house creative and for the legacy Mm -hmm. table and this is something that can elevate amanda and if it's elevating amanda you as a couple as a unit it's elevating you two as well and i feel like he wasn't getting that he was just like have fun in new york i was like now you're just acting like a big baby yeah i really thought i agree with that i thought all was going well until she told him that she couldn't come to a show and i understand wanting support but honestly in that moment i would have been like babe it's fine it's my first show and it's your event like let's get this shit let's get this money together and we'll talk about it when we come home i just would have been really supportive because like i love that like when you and your partner are both doing dope shit exactly it's like okay like yeah it could have been your opening weekend and like you said it's big for her for her her business and her brand and doing PR for it and like hooking them up so it's like everybody was elevating in this moment and he just wanted her to like sit this one up and not go and be and just be there for her or it's and it's like that's not fair exactly and he even said his professional it's like I can't help but feel like she's choosing Thailand but that's not fair to Amanda yet again like you keep trying to make her choose like even that literally that confessional confirm that he's trying to make her choose in a way even if it's subconsciously like because he said she's he feels like she's choosing Tylen over him and that's not fair to her exactly. like she deserves to also thrive in this moment and it's like stop like thinking about ty it's not about ty this yeah. is really has to it's do with you it's not ty anymore yeah yeah because she really had nothing to do with this moment anymore it was like okay this is work <laughs> And she was like, ugh. It's unfortunate, but I just would have been like, I don't know, one, I'm that person that I would like love support, love my friends and stuff. I would have been nervous for my like significant other to be there. I don't know. Sometimes I like like performing for strangers. Yeah. It's more like it's more like, all right, if it's bad, basura, all right. I can I could warm up, I can get up there. Cause like sometimes performing in front of people you know and it's bad is like, ooh, yikes. So, you know what? Maybe maybe this is good, but we don't get to see. We don't get to see that. I'm excited to see. Like, I hope we get to see the actual um, comedy showcase because I want to I want to see if he got laughs the way he be saying he got laughs because. Me too. Can you back it up? I hope so. I really do hope so. Yeah. I was just thinking it's interesting because I feel like, I don't know, kids could give great comedy content. But like a script or something. Oh, so. they could. He already like I, at this point, I should become a com- um, a comedian because <laughs> the content I had from teaching for five months. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like I could have my show, my own show. At that point, I could have my own pot, another podcast just based on that. <laughs> like, oh hilarious. my god, they have creatures. no filter. They have uh-huh. no filter. But um, I kind of want to save the Miami and Becky yeah, conversation so I was gonna say for the that. next episode. Yeah, I kind of want to. Yeah, because that's that's more of the next episode's uh, kickoff. Yeah, and, and there's more I don't meat want in to. that. It's juicy. It's good. It's, it's good. a it's a good thing that happens, and I'm glad. But on that note, until then, thank you all so much for listening to episode three 
of the Sweet Tea Podcast, hosted by King Chair and Maya Money. And tune in next time where we dive into episode four and unpack this convo between Becky and Miami and how it affected the group. And also the trip to New York. This was one of my favorite, like episode four, I think so far, I know there's going to be even better, but like so far, that was one of my favorite episodes. Like just like Me the too. energy and it's New York and Harlem. It- yeah, no, they were living it up there. I can't wait. And as a New York I girly, love I love that they were just in the streets just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that. But, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want more of. Um, and we'll see you next episode. Yes. And as we say, subscribe, like, comment, comment share us on social. Tell your mom, tell yeah. your dad, your man, your man's brother, Friend. cousin, tell friends. Tell you everybody know. you know. And then tell you, Saray. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, if you tell enough people, it'll get back to you, Saray. <laughs> That's. <laughs> we sound so thirsty for. But like We love you We love you so So like yeah You happen to know Issa Rae And you're listening to this Don't be shy Don't be shy (laughs) Come on dude Don't be shy Be shy You know what You know what to do And hey If you're If you're one of the Sweet life people Listening Hey Hey I hope you like our You know what the little Hey, with a little bit bite. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>